It's coming from the deep, dark recesses of the mind of Mel Brooks. I love him. Young Frankenstein. guy means business. Ah! Young Frankenstein. Oh dear, nothing left. What shall we throw in now? Starring Gene Wilder as Dr. Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. But what about your grandfather's work, sir? My grandfather's work was doo-doo! Peter Boyle as the monster. Wow! Marty Feldman as Igor. My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. I'm sure we'll get along splendidly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Loris Leachman as Frau Blucher. You played that music in the middle of the night? Yes! To get us into the laboratory? Yes! And it was you who left my grandfather's book out for me to find? Yes! So that I would? Yes! Then you and Victor were? Say it. He was my boyfriend! As Inga. Would you like to have a hole in the hay? Hole, hole, hole in the hay. Kenneth Mars as the inspector. And Madeline Kahn as Elizabeth. Where am I? <sighs> Calm down. What do you want to do to me? <sighs> I'm not afraid of you. Listen, I, I have to be back by 11.30. I'm expecting a very important call. Kill the monster! Storm the castle! It's See Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein. Yes, I think we could all use a good laugh. But don't see it alone. Don't miss Young Frankenstein. Welcome to Classic Movie Night. I'm your host. We are your hosts, Sean and Anna. Why are you looking at me like that? You're not doing it right. Oh, why not? Because you usually... Um, Do the voice? Yeah. That's not me. That's Dick. He's uh, He's taking the day off tonight. You should do it. <laughs> you said you well, had a new way to open. I did, but that has to do with like actual editing stuff. Oh. Like creating an intro. Welcome to Classic Movie Nights with your host, Anna and Sean Allen. Tonight's episode, the 1974 classic Young Frankenstein, or Frankenstein, starring Frankenstein, Frankenstein, starring Gene Wilder, also starring Madeline Kahn, also starring <laughs> Marty Feldman. Is that it? 
What do? That was good. <laughs> no, that's not it. Damn it, Dick! He messed up. He messed up, Anna. I think he needs a different name. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. It's <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa's name. That Dick's short for Richard. That's my grandpa's name. If you called my grandpa Dick, he'd get mad at you. <laughs> my my grandpa went by Dick most of his life. Yeah. Welcome to Classic Movie Night with your hosts, Anna and Sean Allen. Tonight's episode, Young Frankenstein. The... <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird voice to do. I got to do everything right, too. Let's just leave it. <clears throat> I think you should just have it how it is right now. Welcome to Classic <laughs> Movie Night. You should just. With your host. You should just do Sean this. Sean and Anna Allen. Tonight's episode, Young Frankenstein. No, I keep messing up because that's not how I want to do it. Okay, one more time. I got it. Okay. <clears throat> you should do. You should just. Put all of these on there, though. Welcome to Classic Movie Night with your hosts, Anna and Sean Allen. Tonight's episode, the 1974 classic Young Frankenstein. Starring Gene Wilder. Also starring Madeline Kahn. Also starring again, Marty Feldman. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Ivity Studios. Ivity Studios. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Anna. Hi, Sean. Um, welcome to the podcast, people. Welcome. Thanks uh, for listening to all of those intros. We we if I'm probably edited down. A little bit. <laughs> we watched Young Frankenstein. Yes, I think they know that by now. <laughs> yeah, I guess they heard the one intro. So Young Frankenstein, I had seen it before. I actually watched it a lot when I was in high school. Um, just like as a go-to relax movie because it's funny. And Sean had never seen it before, so he picked it. And not knowing that I had seen it already. Yes. So. That is true. Anna is telling true stories. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about their favorite like parody movies of all time. And this movie came up a few times. I'm like, man, I've heard of it so much, but I've never seen it. I should watch it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not? And here we are. We watched it. Yep. Yep. Um, so Young Frankenstein was directed by Mel Brooks, kind of what he's known for is directing these kind of movies, right? Right, Anna? I don't know, Sean. What do you mean you don't know? You don't know Mel Brooks? I know Mel Brooks, but I don't know Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, he's known for directing such movies as Blazing Saddles. Yes, I do like that one. Spaceballs. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
That movie's pretty funny. The Producers? Never seen it. Actually, I tried to watch The Producers once, and I I couldn't sit through it. I thought oh. it was really boring. Let's see. And then, obviously, he did Young Frankenstein. Um, I'm looking at... He did the Muppet movie. From when? 1979. I don't think I've seen that. He did Tracy Ullman show. Uh, he did the Little Rascals, the 1994 Little Rascals. I like that one. Um, Have you seen that? Yeah, you've seen that. We watched it. You know together. what? I'm looking at what he's a- acted in. Oh. I gotta look at his director. My okay. Sean's bad. Yeah, I'm bad. Technical difficulties. <clears throat> okay. Jeez. <laughs> so Blazing Saddles, The Producers, Spaceballs, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I have to pause. Sorry. Uh, and the last movie that he directed was Dracula, Dead and Loving It in 1995. But anyway. Um, and then stars Gene Wilder. We all know Gene Wilder, right? Gene Wilder known for... I mean... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, they changed the... Okay, the book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, the Johnny Depp version is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So they named that one after the original? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. Um, Madeline Kahn. What's she most known for? She's She was in Blazing Saddles also. She was in Clue, A Bug's Life. Is she the one that played um, the... She was the assistant. Yeah, so I recognized her best from my favorite movie, which I've mentioned already before, um, The Black Stallion. Mm-hmm. She's in that as the mom. But in Young Frankenstein, she plays his assistant, and it's just a really funny... She actually... <clears throat> this movie came out um, when? Which year? Uh, Young Frankenstein? Yeah. 1974. Yeah, and I think The Black Stallion came out in 79, if I remember right. So this was a few years beforehand, and you can kind of tell. Yeah? Yeah, for her. Um, so yeah, so those are the, the three main characters in it. Um. Who plays Igor? That's Marty Feldman. Because I feel like, I don't know, I've seen this movie so many times that he's familiar to me just from being in this movie, but is there anything he, else I would recognize him here, from? I'm sorry. Yeah, I just looked it up. Um, let me backtrack just a little bit. He was he did some Monty Python stuff. Okay, that would make sense. But not much. Like, um, I used to watch Monty Python a lot when I was in high school, so... I've probably seen him in that. Yeah, he really didn't. He really hasn't acted a whole lot. I mean, he's been in a good amount of stuff, but a lot of it is lower and like low profile, low profile stuff. And he hasn't acted since 1983. And he does a lot of writing, though. Still? No, he stopped in 2001. 
He actually died. He died at 48 years old in 1982. Wow. Huh. 48? Yeah. That's really young. A week before he died, he said, I am too old to die young and too young to grow old. He's, hmm. He told that to a reporter a week before he died. That's interesting. I wonder if he must have known... That's, no. That sounds like something somebody would say who's like sick or something. Maybe. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, so young Frankenstein, an American, an American grandson of the infamous scientist, struggling to prove that In, he it's infamous. Infamous scientist, struggling to prove that he is not as insane as people believe is invited to Transylvania where he discovers the process and reanimates a dead body. Yeah, I'm not really digging this setup. The way that our recording setup right now is kind of awkward for me. <laughs> Sorry. But Anna insisted. I'm comfortable. How terribly selfish of me. It is. Jeez. <laughs> So what do you think, Anna? Of Young Frankenstein? Yeah. Well, um, I thought it was hilarious when I was in high school. And now I think I've just watched it so many times that it's like, I know what's coming. Yeah. You know, like there were a couple of things that I had kind of forgotten um, that made me laugh again, but for the most part, I just feel like it's really familiar. So, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, for the first time seeing it, I enjoyed it. Some parts made me laugh out loud. Other times, I don't. It's just kind of one of those older comedies, you know. Mel mm-hmm. Brooks styles are pretty. They're pretty similar. I like Blazing Saddles better now. Yeah. Than I do Young Frankenstein. But it is, um, it's funny. I had forgotten everything about, um, well, we'll get into it, but I had forgotten all the, the, like, man-baby kind of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that was kind of interesting to watch again. So do you want to start going through it? Um. Is there any pre-notes you want to say? No, I think the yeah. about covers. Just want to jump into it. Yeah, let's go for it. So, do you? Um, no, I don't really got anything to say. I mean, I think going through the notes will remind me of things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, you know, I I found it funnier than it probably than it probably sounds like. I found it. You know, you did. Yeah, some parts made me laugh out loud. Yeah, and movies don't always do that. So, yeah, that's good. Um. So, one thing I tried to do is I tried to condense my note taking. So I didn't take as many notes as I had as I have been, which is good because I know that bugs Anna a lot. It just it only bothers me when I can tell that you're missing stuff because of it. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. So my first note is just basically during the credits, um, the castle. It's like zooming into the castle. Yeah. And um, I think I took that because it was like 
the way that they shot that was like obvious old school fake castle. Yeah, like they were definitely like even in the beginning, it's like already making fun of itself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then it goes to the interior of the castle and you see the casket. You see doc you see Frankenstein's Dr. Frankenstein's casket. Isn't that what that was? Cask Oh yes. I totally forgot about that, but yeah. Yeah, you do. You mean the coffin? Yeah. Are those called caskets too? Aren't they? You know why I was looking at you like a crazy person? It's why? because in French, casket means hat. <laughs> so you thought I was telling you that they zoomed into a hat or they showed a hat? I just like, no, I didn't. I knew that's not what you meant, but for a second, I couldn't remember what it meant in English. Oh, yeah? Because in all I could think was in French, it means hat. Nice. <laughs> Classic. Actually, it doesn't mean hat. It means it means like a cap. Um, the word for the word for hat is actually chapeau, I think. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. French lessons with Anna. Yeah, I'm learning French, so <laughs> weird stuff is in my head. Let's take a break now. <laughs> for French lessons with Anna. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, you're bonjour. welcome, everybody. Now you know casket means it's actually casket, casket, hat. Okay. Or um, in this case, coffin. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, I got a dead dude inside. Oh, yeah. He like pries the box out of the skeleton hands. Yeah. And it fights back for a second. Yeah, I kept pulling it back. What, yeah. what, what was he pulling out of there? I saw him handed to, just skipping forward just a little bit, just for this. But I see him handed to, uh, to young Frankenstein. I don't even know what was in the Frankenstein. box. But I missed that part of dialogue. Anyway, um, I think I think it was the, just like his will. Oh, was it? I don't remember for sure. Well, but we paid attention to this movie. Yeah, Anna's only seen it like thirty times. I, I remember the funny parts, though. I don't remember the weird stuff that happens in it uh, very well. Well, because then it goes to the classroom, so it's not cutting that far. So he's pulling the box away from the dead dude, from the skeletor hands, and he keeps pulling it back, and he finally pulls it away. And then it cuts to the classroom where, uh, where Frankenstein is teaching a medical class, right? <laughs> well, you think it's a medical class, but if you pay attention, it's like totally obnoxious which is really funny because it's pretty subtly done but i kept telling you to look at the chalkboard i was sean never saw by the time i told him it already cut to scenes where they weren't really showing the actual chalkboard that much but you see some like anatomical no i noticed that stuff i just didn't think much of it it was like purposely done though yeah but it was it was something. It was one of those things that was so un, like unsettled, that as a kind of okay, it's there. You mean like so subtle? No, not subtle. Like it's obviously very noticeable. Yeah. So I, you know, it's just one of those kind of corny things that they throw in those kind of movies. Yeah, it was funny. So. <laughs> if you say so. I think. See, that's the kind of stuff that I think is funny. Um, 
So what happens in the classroom, Anna? Well, he stabs himself with a fork. Yeah, but what happens before that? But that's the best part. There's one like there's like a <laughs> there's like a student asking him questions. That's Wait, very, is it a fork or is it? An... It's like a scalpel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a it's a scalpel thing. Yeah, stabs himself in the leg. Um, this is so uncomfortable for me. Do you want to move? No, it's fine. We're already here, but I don't know if I'll be able to do this again. Okay. Um. So in the classroom, the guy who pried the box out of the dead guy's hands is waiting to talk to young Frankenstein, and the students are asking him about his crazy grandfather, and it's pretty much setting up the tone that he's Frankenstein, not Frankenstein. Um, and Victor is his grandfather who has just died, and then at the end of the class... Um, he didn't just die. He had been dead for a while. Well, it looked like it by the skeleton... Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then um he he was saying that it was this crazy you said his crazy grandpa. Right? Well, yeah, Victor Frankenstein is the original Frankenstein character. But 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 he was just saying how crazy he was and how he the reason why he's Frankenstein is cuz he wants nothing to do with the name. Basically. Yeah. He he says that he thinks his grandfather was crazy and stuff like that. Yeah, because there was one student who was very um, persistent on the subject. Yeah, and like kind of cocky asshole about it. Whoa, Anna. <laughs> PG. <laughs> this is a this is a rated G podcast. You can't say that on TV anymore. I don't know. I think you can say that. I'm bad at editing the podcast when it comes to like that's fine, but you've cussed and we've cussed in the podcast a couple times that I never edited out. <laughs> so, whatever. Just remind me to put the mature rating next to the podcast if we cuss. Uh-uh. What do you mean, no? It has to have the mature rating on it. Otherwise, if it, what if somebody's listening to the car with their little kid and then you start cussing up a storm, Anna? Hey, whenever I cuss, it's pretty hilarious. Well, yeah, but they don't want their children hearing that. You got to think of the children, Anna. Uh-uh. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? I just like you say that, and my brain goes to that one Listen. Co family car where the kid starts laughing, and then the parent starts laughing, and it's not a big deal. How often do you tell me that that when we have kids, I can't listen to rap music in the car because of how much they cuss? You can listen to rap, just not the the cussing ones kind. that say the n word a whole lot. It's not that. It's any cussing. It well in rap a lot of the times they are cussing the Anna, the Anna. People want to know if there's foul language in a podcast or not. Okay, but when it comes to rap, usually it's pretty explicit. Listen, listen this the forget the rap thing. I'm just saying, that like me matter. cussing compared to rap cussing is not that cussing bad. Is cussing. If okay. somebody's listening to a podcast and they're all of a sudden somebody yells out. Fuck! Jeez! Then they should be alerted that there might be language like that in it. Uh, well, now I agree with you, so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. The next note I have is train station. Train station, train ride. Oh, the train station scene where he says goodbye to his girlfriend, but she's like, 
that part is funny because he wa- he keeps trying to touch her and kiss her yeah. like normal, like a normal couple would. And every single little thing he does, she's like, oh, my hair. No, I just got it done. Oh, my. No, don't squish the coat. And the, this material wrinkles so easily. Yeah, because at this point, but so they don't even kiss goodbye. I think we skipped just a tiny bit. At this point, he when he gets the old man who stri- who grabbed the box from the dead skeleton, gave him the box, and then he saw what was in the box, and then he decided to go to Transylvania, like I said in the description when I read the synopsis earlier in the podcast, and so he made sure he got on the train to go to Transylvania so that he could finish his grandfather's work of bringing somebody back from the dead. Did you breathe? <laughs> I always breathe. <laughs> um, yes. Train station train ride. Yes. Yes, he has inherited the castle, so he wants to go there. Yes. Yes. And then on the train ride, after they leave the station, um, then it, he, like, like he, it showed him going through multiple countries, right? And in each country, it was like the exact same but different passengers doing the same stuff on the train speaking the language of their country wasn't it yeah and the the um the guy checking tickets always said the same thing too yeah yeah which is pretty true yeah yeah i think it's that's kind of how it is everywhere you go is the same it just feels different but really it's the same and then my next note is igor 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 Igor? Igor. Well, he... That's the one of the funny conversations that I like. Because he says his name is Frankenstein. Frederick Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And he... Igor asks him if it's Froderick. And he says, no, it's Frederick. And he says, well, that's weird. Because <laughs> if it's going to be Frankenstein, the, then the first name must be Froderick. Um, but he said his name was Igor because he was calling himself Frankenstein. Yeah. Like his name's actually Igor, but, but the joke is. But the rest is, of the movie, he goes by Igor. Yeah. And that's the joke. It's funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> my, I love that part too where he. He hands him the cane and goes, walk like this, or walk this way. And he says, walk this way, but then the guy copies him, too. And he, he just, like, gets confused, and he's like, what? Yeah. Walk this way. And then they both walk hunched with the cane. Oh, yeah, he starts walking hunched with the cane, and then he realizes, like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, werewolves. That's my next note. Werewolves. Werewolves. There's no werewolves in this movie. Werewolves. I think as they're going to the castle, they're hearing howling. And Igor says, oh, those are just werewolves or something like that. Oh, werewolves, they're wolves. Yeah. 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 That's another joke. I remember that. This is why I take notes, Anna. Um, And then he sees the girl in the back and she goes, would you like to have a role in the hay? And he goes, what? And then she goes, Roland Z. Hey, Roland Z. Hey. <laughs> it's fun, see? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that joke when I was younger, but now I do. Can you explain it to our audience? Yeah, a roll in the hay 
is a way to say like, would you like to, you know, chicka chicka. Chicka chicka. Chicka chicka. Chicka chicka. Yeah. But she literally means just rolling in the hay. Yeah. So that's the joke. I got it. Thank you. I'm glad you do. Yeah. <laughs> Castle. Castle. Yeah, they get to the castle and meet Fra Blucher. Blucher. Who? Fra Blucher. Fra Blucher. Fra Blucher. The lady of the castle. Nay. She's not like the lady of the castle. She's like the like caretaker. What is housekeeper. she? Housekeeper. Housekeeper. Obviously. Oh, sorry, I'm not. <laughs> I don't say woman and obviously think housekeeper, Anna. She's definitely the housekeeper. Okay. And then the horses neigh every time anyone says her name. Anytime throughout the entire movie. Yep. They could be like down in the dungeon. They do it on purpose. They well, say yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's the joke. I think people should start a drinking game while they're listening to this. That every time we say that's the joke, they take a drink. Yeah, or every time they, when they're watching Young Frankenstein, every time they say Frob Looker, then they have to drink. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be funny, too, because horses will neigh at the same time. Uh, my next note is time for bed. Yeah, and then he sings. He's, like, obviously rolling around, not even trying to look like he's asleep, um, having nightmares. And he's, that's, that used to be my favorite part when I was a kid, when he would say, Destiny, Destiny, no escaping, not for me. That was your favorite part? Yeah, I lo- that used to make me laugh like crazy. Really? Yes. I feel like I'm getting to know you so much more tonight, Anna. I'm glad. <laughs> um, and then he ends up waking up. Why does he wake up? Well, the... His assistant wakes him up. What is her name in this? What is her name? Yeah. I forget. Yeah, I don't... You want I, me to look it up? Yeah. Um, her name is... Dang, Anna. And one thing I like about this, too, Elizabeth. Is, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, one thing I liked about it, too, is that she... I think... I'm pretty sure. Is she supposed to be German? She does an accent the whole time. No, wait, 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 wait. Or is it just a Transylvanian accent? Wait, wait, wait. Everybody back up. Back up. All right, Sean, say what you're going to say. Back up. He's looking something up, so he's just like filling space right now. Back. Stop saying that. So. Okay, I was confused. Or clarification. Let's get some clarification here, okay? It's clarification. Let's get some clarification. (laughs) Madeline Kahn. She was actually the actress who played his wife. I thought that she was the assistant. Well, that was his wife. He was only engaged to the other one. Or okay, the the, the lady who played his fiance. Oh. 
um she's actually not who i thought when i read the stars of the cast okay so we're talking about so the assistant is actually terry terry gar yeah she's the one from the black stallion yes she okay so she was in close encounters of the third kind she was in tootsie she was in dumb and dumber that's what imdb has her best known for she was in dumb and dumber yes as who Helen, she played, uh, uh, you know, the main girl that Jim Carrey's character is going after. She plays her mom. What? My whole world just turned upside down. <laughs> we have to watch that, that again. We love Dumb and Dumber, and I've never noticed that. I have to see that. So, but her name in, her name in Young Frankenstein is um, Inga. Inga, that's right. Sorry if I was quiet there. I was kind of sitting back from the mic of a foot or so. I just realized it. Inga. Yes. So she is German? They don't specify, but probably. Is that a German name? I think so. Okay, so we're, I'm sorry, where where were we? Uh, Um, She woke him up from his nightmare. And then... Then they discover the trap door. In the bookcase. Yes. Did you notice that when it was time for bed, right, the housekeeper was, like, putting him to bed? And did you notice that the face on the picture of Frankenstein was changing? Yeah, the picture changes throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. I noticed that with my eyes and my brain. (laughs) Yeah, she also, she keeps asking him if he wants some brandy or milk or anything, and he keeps having to tell her, like, no, please leave. It's because she wanted him. I think she just, like, feels motherly towards him. No, I think she, I think she had a thing for Frankenstein, and now the young Frankenstein's there. She's like, ooh, look at this young, young guy. I really don't. Looks just like his grandpa. She's in love with his grandpa. Yeah, exactly. And he was a spitting image of his grandpa. I think she sees it as like a a motherly kind of thing. I don't. She wanted him. No, I'm pretty sure Ingo wanted him more. She was trying to get him drunk. No, she wasn't. She asked if he wanted milk. She, She asked him if he wanted brandy. First. Exactly. Well. Get him drunk. I think she just wanted to... Hang out with him a little because she misses his grandpa. Nah. I, she kisses I, I, the picture exactly, right in front of him. Exactly. And they looked exactly alike. Did you not notice that? That's because they obviously used Gene Wilder as a, um, like, sitting for that painting. Well, yeah, that's part of the joke. Yeah. And then they go down to the lab. I really don't think Frau Wilker has anything Anna, towards Anna, tell the people about okay, Anna. That subject was so five seconds ago. <laughs> the next part is the lab. Yeah, they discover the lab. Anything cool happen? Um. Well, they find some books. They find his private library. Yeah. That that uh, Frankenstein was asking about earlier. He was asking. He he was asking. Um, Igor. No, Fro. Blue blah frau? It's fra. Fra? Blocker. Blocker. <laughs> She's he was asking Fra about his per, his <laughs> private 
about his private <laughs> library. And she said, I, I don't know of any private library. Yeah. But he found it in his secret laboratory. She wanted him to find it. Because she loved him. No, because she loved his grandpa. Food time. Wait. He starts reading all the books. Yeah. And then um, Inga and Igor, Igor, start like falling asleep and stuff while he's reading all the books. And then he has like a ta-da moment. I think this is when he makes the turn and realizes that he's just going to be crazy like his grandpa. Because he realizes his grandpa wasn't as crazy as he thought he was. No, he realizes that there's actual evidence behind the theory of being able to bring somebody back to life. Exactly. So once he realizes that it can be done, he's like, holy cow, I want to do this. And that's the end of the movie. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Food time. Why did you write that? Food time? I'm pretty sure they have a dinner. Yeah, it was food time. Okay. That's why. They ate dinner after that. I was trying to say that um, Inga is like constantly hinting that she likes young Frankenstein. But yes. he he is pretty oblivious. You think he's oblivious or you think that he just... Sorry, the cat is was scratching my brand new couch. Anna's pride and joy. Is he or the couch? The couch. <laughs> Not the cat. The couch. Should um, they like act out when we're doing this? So anything else to say about that part? No, you I'm were good. talking about her. Yeah, she likes him and he's oblivious. And then they eat dinner. Anna, talk about the dinner scene. I don't know what happens at dinner, Sean. Talk That's a stupid about... part. No, it's not. It was my favorite part of the whole movie. Well, then you talk about it. They were eating delicious food. How do you know? I don't. It just looked delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? What's your next note? I don't. Graveyard. Yeah, so they go to the graveyard to get a body. My butt's falling asleep. <laughs> this has to be our worst podcast so far. This is the greatest. They, <laughs> they go to the graveyard because... Just say it. Because they need a body. I said that already. Right? That's why they're going to the graveyard? Because they need a body. Yes, and they have to get a brain, and he gets Abby normal. No. Wait. They don't... Okay, yeah, they get the body from the graveyard, right? Yeah. It, it shows the dude getting hung, right? Or hanged? Yeah. It's it's hung. Are you sure? I think it's hanged in it, that scenario. Actually, if maybe so, you're if somebody's, right. If somebody's getting executed, I think it's hanged. Okay. I think either way is probably okay. Because I think People I remember understand. hearing it that way and thinking like, no, that's not right. Isn't it hung? But then looking it up or something. Hmm. Anyway, that doesn't matter. They needed a big body of a giant dude for some It had to be a giant dude. Um. Yeah, there was a reason for that. Why? Um, 
I don't remember, but they explain it in the movie. So they get the dude, they they, they dig him up, and then um, and then Igor goes to the brain place. That's my next note, brain place. Yeah, it's pretty much just a brain place. That's It says, there's a note on the door that says, like, drop your brains here. Mm-hmm. It's a drop box. Yeah. Yep. For so, after hours, you could drop your brain off at the drop box. Yeah, it's definitely the brain place. That's where he goes. And then he um, he goes there to get like a certain brain that's supposed to be of a really smart dude, I'm assuming. Yeah, but he ends up grabbing the abnormal one because he broke the other one. He dropped him on the ground because he scared himself in the mirror. He, he saw himself in the mirror and got scared for a second thinking it was somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got the brain that was named... What was it named? Do you remember? The one he actually took? Yeah. All it said is abnormal. Yeah. And he thought that... And that, it said do not use, and he which thought, is hilarious. He thought that the name of the person was abnormal. Well, that's what he says when he's telling Frankenstein, but I think he's just telling him that because he doesn't want to get in trouble. He says abnormal. Perhaps. And then my next note is... Um... Hang on, I'm, tr- I'm trying to read it. It's brain place. Let me see. It it no live. It's alive. It 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 no live. Oh. It oh. no live. It no live. Yeah, because they tried it. They do the experiment and everything, and it doesn't work at first. So they I'm give up. Very good with grammar when I spell things out. Yeah, apparently. Hey. Anna, stop playing with things. I'm sorry. We're recording a podcast. Focus. I'm focused. And then angry... Okay, so yeah, they put the brain in them and it's not working. Right? Well, it's it? not It's not that the brain's not working. It's that they do the whole thing and nothing happens. Yeah. And then I got... The angry, lightning. Angry town folk. That's my next note. That's after... No... Okay, I I think that's after he comes to life. I think this was when they were all discussing the fact that he was in town. I don't think they know that he came to life yet. I think they just had a suspicion that he was doing stuff because he was in town. Yeah. And they're like at like a town meeting saying that they need to get him. Yeah. Um, And then my next note is dinner because they have another dinner. And then it's alive. Yeah. 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 Movie over. Did he say it's alive? I think he did. He didn't do the it's alive or he's I think, alive. Or, I think he did. Ah, uh, I know he yelled a lot in the movie. Yeah. He kept yelling things. I need like a little clamp right here so I could just clamp this up right here. That'd be nice. Um... Like I got you a little uh, recipe stand. And then, so the inspector comes. My next note is darts with the inspector. I feel like we're going to start flying through this because I don't have many notes left. What, inspector? Uh, darts. They're playing, they're talking, and they're playing oh, darts. Oh, yeah, and he totally fakes it, too, because his arm is dead, but it, he, like, just sticks him on there. 
The inspector is funny too. His arm doesn't work. Yeah. It's funny. I'm tired. Are you tired? Yeah. I'm tired. Let's just let's push through. You just want to take a nap right now? No. We'll, do, we'll, we'll just have a half an hour of Sean. <laughs> half an hour of dead silence as we take a nap. Ugh. I'm sure people would love that. So they're talking. What were they talking about? Do you remember? At what point? During the dark game. Oh, the inspector came by the castle, so he's trying to pretend everything's normal. So they're just kind of chatting at that point. And then, um, so at this point, the mon the monster is alive, and then he uh, he escapes the castle. Yeah. You okay, Anna? I just realized I'm really tired. You got to push through, remember? Yeah. So you got to keep focused. I just like, I get so weird about like having to repeat the whole movie. Even though it makes sense that we do it because we talk about kind of like how we feel about each part. Yeah. But like it, it kind of like drives me crazy a little bit sometimes when I'm tired. Well, we're, we're getting close to the end. Okay? Yeah. We'll, we'll make this short. So he escapes, and then I got my next note is little little girl. Oh yeah, the monster goes and like plays with the little girl, and she ends up getting catapulted on the seesaw into her bedroom oh, yeah, where right, her parents right, yeah. find her. <laughs> that part is really funny, but I think it's making fun of the like how a lot of like actually scary movies will have the the like monster slash bad guy talking to a child and it's like a really suspenseful thing yeah but this was like him actually playing with the little girl and not creepy at all and then she just like lands in her bed after he catapults her yeah on accident and her parents find her and they're like oh they were so worried about the monster yeah. But he did play with her. That's that scene actually is really well done. It reminds me of like in um what is that movie called with Nick Cage and The Wicker Man? No. Nicholas Cage's finest movie he ever made? No, 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 no. Con Air. Oh. It reminds me of the scene with uh The crappiest movie he ever made. I like that movie. <laughs> I'm just it is bad, but I like it. The um what's his name? Uh, the actor I like with the buggy guys. Um, Steve Buscemi. S Steve Buscemi. Yeah, the part Steve where Bush he's... Buscemi? It's like it's like the part where he's talking to the little girl in that movie that's like really creepy. Um, only this is like, hey, it's a friendly monster. Anyway, I don't know. That's a weird connection for me to make, but that's a connection that I make, so... Uh, and then my next note is Priest. Priest? Just priest. Good job, Sean. Do you remember that part? No, I don't remember. You don't remember the part with the priest? If you remember it, just say it. I don't. Okay, there's no priest then. No, there was. Hang on, there's a little girl. And then there's the priest is before they capture him. Oh he's not he's like a weird guy. He's like a blind churchy guy. Yeah, that's it. And he like invites and him he, into his house and to, Yeah, but he's blind so he doesn't know that he's like a monstrous dude. He just thinks he's mute. Yeah. Um, but he ends up like setting his 
finger on fire so on I accident. I knew I took that note for a reason. Yeah, that part is so forgettable, but like so it, profound. It was funny. I like that part. It was funny, but like I never remember that part. Like we just watched it, and I had already forgotten it. Not after we remembered it. No, I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget it again as soon as we talk <laughs> about the next thing. Um, captured him. So this is like the, the townsfolk captured captured the monster. And then he's like chained up in the prison with the chain around oh, his I neck. Oh, I forgot about to that too. Yeah. We just watched this. Like, what? It's been a while It was a couple now. days ago. It's been a few days, yeah. but like, I'm amazed how much I've already forgotten again. Um... So they capture him, and then the the, well, the, the guard the, like shows him fire, yeah, and he doesn't like, like it, so he escapes. Yeah, he's playing around with fire. I'm pretty sure like, he killed oh, that guard. You don't like that, and then he break he he like chokes out the guard and breaks out of the chains very easily. And then um, and then Frankenstein is playing some sweet violin music at the top of the castle. By now he's Frankenstein. He's playing some sweet violin at the top of the castle to draw the monster back in. Right? Yes. Yes. And then, um, and then. That's actually a real song that they play. He. My next note is show him he's loved. Yeah. Because they get him, they get him back, they trank him. They put him in a room. They lock him in a room, and then he's kind of he's kind of pissed off. So Frankenstein, they he's asleep. Is he sleeping at this point? But anyway, Frankenstein goes in there, and his his move is to basically show him that that he cares for him and that he's loved and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, but he's afraid of him. Well, but, yeah. But then it ends up working. And then it's showtime. Anna. Jeez. Don't slam the mic around. That's going to be loud. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Jeez, Anna. Can I just hold it like this? I don't know. It might make rustling noises. You're the one who wanted to do the setup. I didn't mean to drop the mic. Okay, I'm sorry. Showtime. Stop saying you're the one. That's mean. It is true. Don't say you're the one. Um, The setup was your idea. It's better. <laughs> Anna I'm trying to save face here okay calm down Anna broke the mic I did break the mic just hold it at the base for now yeah it's like actually broken no it's not I'll fix it just for now just hold it at the base and try not to shake it otherwise it'll, there'll be static alright okay fine Okay. so showtime Anna talk about showtime Showtime. Showtime. Oh yeah, they do the do 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 Keep going. Da 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 Um So this is the point where he decides to show off what he's done to uh it's actually like a it's not like a like he sold tickets to an event. It's supposed to be like a the scientific community that he's showing it off to. But what he does is he decides to show him 
and then like try to like have some communication type thing with them and then they do the show show tune dance like song and dance yeah that part's pretty good and then the monster when it says turn he's just like ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that part is so funny yeah it's one of the funniest parts of the movie oh my gosh it's so funny i'm laughing just thinking about it that is so good <laughs> you guys just right now as you're listening just just go <laughs> it's funny the way he he does say stuff too it's just like really hey did we ever find out who that actor is if it's that the dad from everybody loves raymond it is it is him yeah yeah, we recognized him watching it, and he's the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond, and it's pretty great. Yeah. But he did, he was obviously on this first. So, yeah, he did a good job, and it made me appreciate that actor more to realize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you doing? What's next? I don't know. You just stop talking. Chained up. Um, that's probably when they switched brains for a second there. Is it? I don't know. No. Well, this is before the wife shows up. Still? Yeah. Or the oh. fiance, before the fiance shows up. Yeah. So, in either case, the fiance shows up. And. Well, they. Finally, Inga and uh, Frederick sleep together. And then, like, immediately afterwards, the wife shows up. Yeah, the... Um, or the fiancé, I'm sorry. I keep Frob calling. Looker finds them and says, like, your fiancé is coming, yeah. so you might want to get dressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think that I skipped ahead when he was chained up. Because I think that he was chained up. I think before he escaped, and he played the music to draw him back. But I don't think he ever got chained up then. I think the chained up part was after Showtime. Because then I have a note saying that he breaks out. So that's when that part happened with the fire and the police officer. No, he escapes a couple times. Does he? Yeah. Remember, sure? yeah, they there's one time where they like lure him. They're like in the city with him and they lure him with the violin. But then there's another part where they just broadcast it over the castle and he hears it and comes. That's, I think, I that's think later part, though. That's, I think the part with the violin is after the priest. I don't think he ever gets captured. Yeah, the the viol- the part at the the part where they catch him from the castle is like later when the fiance is there. So, so the the, the fiance shows up, and then um, my next note is bre- or he breaks out, and an angry mob chasing after him, or looking for him, right? Because he broke out. Yeah. And um, but this is also the part where Frankenstein is. He's not switching brains with him, but he's like draining energy from his brain into him or something weird. Like They just like switch bodies for a second mentally. It's not even that. 
they don't they, they never switch bodies or anything like that i think it's like him trying to give him part of his brain power well to for make a him, second to make him a little smarter for a second frankenstein oh you really i thought it's just like they switch for a sec Just to see if it can be done. I don't know. I don't remember. My next note is sex. Oh yeah. The the monster and the fiance get together. Yeah. I At one point, I, I think I just stopped taking notes. Oh. Because we're all kind of jumbled up. Well, so. that was that was while uh, he was still escaped. My, my apologies for the weirdness that this is set up. So there's the angry mob looking for him. And then he's having sex with the fiancé. The monster's having sex with the fiancé. With uh, Frederick's fiancé. Yes. yes. And then she's just like loving it. Well, she sings. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, I tried to memorize the words, but I think I've forgotten them now. And then, and then this is the part where he starts playing the violin music. Yes, that's what draws him away uh, from then, the castle. And, and then he, he goes it, back. So he goes back to the castle, and she says, um, "I think I love him." <laughs> yes, that's what she says. Yeah. And then he goes back to the the monster goes back to the castle, and then this is the part where they go back down to the lab. And then do the brain thing. They're both connected. And then as they're doing it, the angry mob breaks in. And then there's they're disconnected at the very last second. But at this point, the monster can articulate everything that he wants to say. So then they realize that he's a cool guy. He just couldn't articulate it before. And then um, basically it cuts from there to them each, the monster and Frankenstein, living their lives. Yeah, Frank the monster obviously marries the fiance Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah, so they're together now and that's really cute. And then um Frederick marries Inga, so everybody's happy. And But the the, the scenes at the end it's like the Hey Stop. Sorry, our cat is scratching yeah, Anna's down. couch again. She's just doing it because she knows we're busy. And as um Stop. What material was this again? It's velvet. Anna's velvet couch that she bought. The cat keeps one one of our cats is thinking it's a cool idea to scratch at it. Anyway, so that. That that and that. Uh oh, okay, I was saying that the monster and her they're talking about like meeting like meeting up with her dad or something and just normal he's reading a newspaper laying in bed and right yes and it's just completely gone now i'm ready to be done she's after the thing with the cat <laughs> she's ready to be done well anna we're not done but that's the movie right um I'm gonna. S we will do. Uh, we usually do a little trivia, so let's do the trivia, the IMDb, the IMDb trivia, and then um, I couldn't find. They don't have the movie on Google Play, so I couldn't do Google Play reviews. But since Anna's so tired, maybe we skip reviews. 
Um, this time? I don't care. I'm okay. I'm like okay with this part. I just get a little ex- exasperated with going through the movie sometimes. Okay, well let's uh, let's let's do some trivia, okay? Okay. Um, Gene Wilder stated that this is his favorite movie of all time that he's made. This is his favorite movie to do. That's cool. Um, the when, I- when did he say that though? Because he's done other movies. It doesn't say. The idea of Frederick's dart hitting a cat was ad-libbed on set when Gene Wilder threw his dart off camera. Director Mel Brooks quickly screamed like a cat to create the illusion. What? He just made that cat noise? Yeah. That's funny. It was pretty good. Mel Brooks initially thought that the walk this way gag was too corny and wanted to cut from the film. But when he saw the audience reaction to it one night at a screening... He decided to leave it in. Yeah, because it's hilarious. The 1974 rock band Aerosmith. In 1974, rock band Aerosmith took a break from a long night of recording to see this film. Steven Tyler wrote the band's hit Walk This Way the morning after seeing the movie. That's great. (laughs) I didn't realize Aerosmith was that old of a band. Yeah. The cast and especially Mel Brooks had so much fun and were so upset when principal photography was almost completed that Mel added scenes to continue shooting. Aww. You know, what? Well, one thing you should note, though, these notes, these trivia things, I think they're just added by normal people. Hmm. So take all these, I guess, with a, with a small grain of salt. You know? Like they're... I guess I can't guarantee that they're 100% factual, but according to IMDb, they're on here. So, The skulls that Freddy and Inga find under the castle were real skulls, except for one that was six months dead, which was handcrafted. Whoa. Those were real? That's what this says. Creepy. The original cut of the movie was almost twice as long as the final cut. And it was considered by all involved to be an abysmal failure. It was only after a marathon cutting session that they produced the final cut of the film, which both Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks considered to be far superior to the original product. At one point, they noted that for every joke that worked, there were three that fell flat. So they went in and trimmed all the jokes that didn't work. Probably a good idea. It was still a long movie. Yeah. Not terribly long, though. Gene Wilder, Peter Boyle, and Marty Feldman Feldman appear together in this film by virtue of the fact that their mutual agent had a deal with the movie studio. Nice. Little thing. Um, Cloris Leachman improvised a scene in which Frawl... Fluker Good job. Offers varm milk and Ovaltine to Dr. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Varm milk. So that was improvised. Oh, that's cool. We talked about that. It's cool that the notes are like things that we mentioned for sure. That we you know, were like, she, like she's still acting. Cloris Leachman. <clears throat> 
Are you sure it's Leachman? It's probably Leichman. L-E-A-C-H-M-A-N. Oh, that's Le- Leachman. Yeah, she's still, like, doing stuff. Like what? Um. Well, she's she's just been in a lot of stuff. The last the last main thing she's known for she was in the Iron Giant. She was in uh, she did a voice for Castle in the Sky. She did a voice for the Crudes, but she also has done like actual acting too. As like she has stuff coming out in two thousand eighteen. Hmm. Um. She was born in nineteen twenty six. Wow. Um, I think that's good for trivia. See, IMDb ratings. The the, the, the reason why I like doing the Google Play ones is because they're all short and easy to get through. The IMDb ones are so many and they're all so long. Well, maybe we should just skip it this time then. We're going to skip. What did I do that one time? One time there, I couldn't find Google Play ones. You looked up Yahoo ones, I think. It wasn't Yahoo. No, maybe Fandango. Yeah, I think you've used Fandango. Or Rotten Tomatoes. Ma- oh, it was Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. That's Rotten what it was. Tomatoes. Let me jump to Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Rotten. Because they just got short little like cliff note ones. Um. Talk, Anna. The movie has a 93% Rotten Tomato rating. Nice. Okay, okay. Here's a couple critic ones. From Rotten Tomato. It is good-natured, lowbrow, backlot, lowbrow, brow. Lowbrow. 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 Back back lot, hit or miss humor, but with no cumulative effect beyond its succession of hard work jokes. And that was a rotten. I don't like reading reviewers. They're like tongue twisters. <laughs> they just used a bunch of big words that were normal. Let's listen to the audience ones. They'll talk stupid. I liked that review, actually. I feel like I agree with that. Clever satire of old Hollywood horror films. Great over-the-top performances by Wilder and Khan. Four stars. That'd be like four out of five. Yeah. The art of the spoof has been lost in recent years, or at least a fundamental understanding of what makes the greatest spoofs work at the most basic level. What makes them great can be summed up in one word, love. It's strange to think but the best. It's strange to think about but the best film spoofs are built on an inherent love and understanding of what's being skewered. I'll cut that one off there. Five stars. Skewered? Yeah. What do they mean, skewered? Basically meaning like messing with the source material. Hmm. You know? Uh, or barbecued. Barbecue? Yeah, when you said skewered, I just thought of shish kebabs. Shish kebabs? Yeah, that's all that came into my head. Now I want shish kebabs. We should barbecue shish kebabs. Barbecue? Barbecue. Man, I'm tired. Tired? There's a really cute cat over here looking at me. 
The humor of Mel Brooks is apparently lost on me. I don't get it. First and only viewing. Two stars. Jeez. The doctor the doctor was hysteric, but it is a cute parody. Three stars. Does it say hysteric? Hysteric. Well, they don't know how to use grammar then. H Y S T E R I C. It's in that they should have said hysterical. Okay. I'm a grammar snob. Some funny parts, visually great, but it just lacks in charm. Perhaps I need to see it again. Three stars. Lacks in charm? Yeah. I disagree. I find this movie to be a very I find this movie to be very overrated and not that funny. I only laughed once. One star. I want to know when that person laughed. This is a fun spoof movie with a great cast. Two and a half stars. Two and a half? Man, people. I guess people don't like it that much. <laughs> okay, let's call it there. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Igor. That's my favorite too. One thing I liked, um, I liked how his his uh, lump and his his lump changes, or, or his hump, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it keeps changing sides. Yeah, that's hilarious. And they like they mention it too. They talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, Igor is my favorite too. So is that it? Are we done with that? We have to rate it. Oh yeah, that's right. Rating, uh, as okay, rating it, taking it for what it is, calculating, taking in different factors. Nineteen seventy four, spoof movie, first spoof movie. It's pretty well done. Yeah. Watching it in two thousand seventeen for the very first time. I'll give it a B minus. Nice. That's what I'll give it. I give I, it three stars. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So. And, you know, I never watched much like Gene Wilder or anything growing up, but he's a pretty funny guy. And Igor, Igor was really, that was a good character. Yeah. The whole thing worked. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Um, so that's it. For Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Well, I do. I give it three stars. Anna, yeah, Anna gives it three stars. Yeah. Is that it? For that? Yeah. Um. Okay, so then let's move on to next movie. Yeah, I picked Splash because I couldn't decide and I kind of wanted to watch a Western or... A musical or like something really cool but I could not decide at all so I referred to my favorite actor Tom Hanks and Sean's never seen Splash before so we're watching Splash yeah sorry if we see, we obviously seem a little tired we were supposed to record this an hour before we started tonight but Anna couldn't pick I was, a movie for I was next trying week. to decide for next time I was I was like looking at Clint Eastwood stuff and and, and so if, if it if it wouldn't have taken her an hour we might have been a little bit more alert while recording yeah, this Sean was finally like just pick something and I was like <laughs> all right I'll look up Tom Hanks on IMDb so I can figure out what we're watching because he's my favorite actor so uh what year did Splash come out do you know? Oh, I checked and now I've forgotten. Nineteen eighty four. That's so, what I said. So 
Okay, cool. So it works. Uh, so we'll watch that. And but actually, we might we might not wait a week. We might do it quickly. Yeah, because, we might do it within the next couple of Because it days. keeps taking us too long. So I, I want to get caught up a little bit. So Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably do it tomorrow. We'll keep you note. Yeah, keep you posted. Tomorrow or Sunday. We'll see. I, I will release this by sat by Saturday morning. Friday Friday night, Saturday morning. And then the next one might be on Monday or Tuesday. Released. Hopefully. We'll see if we actually stick to that. Hopefully. But. Yeah, hopefully. Um so that's it. Hey Anna. Yes. One thing that we skipped on last week that I don't think either you didn't notice, but I also didn't notice is usually at the end of the podcast, we like to say other stuff that we're enjoying, stuff that we've watched and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. So is there anything that you've particularly enjoyed lately that you've seen? I just want to shout out to Handmaid's Tale right now because we finished it this season, the new the, the, the first one season. season we finished yesterday and I was like, when is this going to be on again? It's such a good show. Excellent, excellent show. But it is very like, I wouldn't want to watch it with any of my family members. Very heavy. Really heavy show, but so good. And just because I wouldn't want to watch it with them doesn't mean I wouldn't recommend it to them. Yeah. You know, it's just like one of those things that like you want to watch it with people that you're comfortable with, like really comfortable. But yeah. it's such a good show. I agree. Hand, Handmaid's Tale. That actress, um, Elizabeth, El- Elizabeth Moss, Moss, she is amazing. And like I loved her in Mad Men, but this is like a whole other level. She's yeah. so good. Yeah, I think all the actors do a really good job playing the roles that they're supposed to play in that show. Yeah. You know, they they all hit the point. They all are hit you, the mark. Are you hearing that? Yeah. It just sound like a dog outside. Like somebody might be walking their dog or something. Weird. If Anna hears any noise out of the norm at all, she freaks out. I just like to be aware of what's going on. <laughs> Living in apartments, I'm just kind of numb to every noise that I hear. I'm kind of like, whatever. We live in apartments. It could be a million different things. It could be that that little dog is in trouble and needs our help. Or it could be that there's just a little dog barking outside and the owner's standing right next to it. And Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that you watched, Anna? Um, I would like to... Um, first no. off, I would uh, second The Handmaid's Tale. But then I would also say that we haven't mentioned it since we've watched it, but Wonder Woman was an awesome movie. Yeah, we both really liked Wonder Woman. I almost cried a few times. I think Sean liked it a little more than I did. I This is a super cool movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I said I almost cried a couple times, so you I probably did? liked it more than you did. When did you almost cry? I almost, I almost started tearing up a little bit during the no man's land scene, and it was just straight out of. It wasn't like, like there's something super emotional going on. It was the, the, like the 
comic geek in me. No Man's Land. The yeah, the actions, the scene, and um, when everybody's like, "There's nothing you could do about it. Nothing we can do about it. We got to go around." Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just like I liked that. Super that was badass that was a really cool part. Yeah. Like like that was so awesome of a scene to me that I almost teared up. Yeah, I like that scene. Just because of how awesome it was. It was really good when she takes that cloak off. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I anyway, want that cloak. I'm probably gonna. We're probably gonna see that movie again at some point. But that's a movie that that I liked a lot. Is so, there anything else that I've been watching or that we've watched or? I don't know. I feel anything? like I feel like those two things have kind of been like the overshadowers of our lives lately. Yeah. We've watched stuff. We've I'm watched a few things on Netflix, but... We got the new Zelda. Anna's been killing Zelda on the Switch. Yeah, I think Nintendo I got Switch. probably like 40 hours into it. <laughs> yeah. I got like four. It's, it's fun. I've had any time to play. <laughs> and I don't game that much, but Zelda is Zelda. So. And whenever I do have time to play, Anna wants to play. So I give it up to her so she can play. Yeah, he lets me. It's nice. And then I twiddle my thumbs. That's not true. Um, we've been watching a lot of stand-up lately on Netflix and stuff. Yeah, we watched. We both watched the Sarah Silverman one separately. No, I I still haven't finished you that. I, I keep falling asleep. Yeah, but I feel that there's a lot that we watch. We're just not thinking of it. We're tired. F is for family. I think I shouted that out last time. Yeah, I haven't, I hadn't seen that, and That's I kind of picked it up watching with Sean a little bit. So I, I might go back and rewatch like the first season because I haven't seen it. That's a funny show. Yeah, I'm a Bill Burr fan though, so um, I think that's it. We good? End it. There's, there has to be more that we're watching. Well, yeah, we watch all kinds of crap. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately. Oh, that's true. You have. But that's just... I like to have... I like to just have brainless stuff on sometimes that I don't need to pay attention to or anything. Um, I watched a documentary today that I was telling Anna about... About... Um, about Stanley Kubrick's right-hand man. It's on Netflix right now. It's called S is for Stanley. And I'd, I'd really recommend that. That was a fun documentary. Hmm. I also watched another documentary like a week ago. It's on Hulu. I think it's called. Oh, it's like something with the name has Bill and Batman in the title. It's about one of the original creators of Batman who never got credit, even though he helped create Batman. But. The guy who's credited as creating Batman is basically took all the credit throughout all the years. And it's a documentary about this documentary filmmaker who thought that he deserved to get credit for it. And he went on a whole thing to get him credit. And that was a really enjoyable one, too. I'd recommend that also. Check that out. It's here. Let me look it up real quick. Is there anything else you got, Anna? I can't think of anything. Most of my downtime is going into Zelda right now. That is true. So I haven't been watching very much. Oh, I've been rewatching Oran High School Host Club. 
which is an anime that I used to watch in high when school. When do you watch that? When you're asleep. Really? You, you wouldn't like it. It's really girly. Like super girly. Like teenage girly. But I, I like it still. Oron High School Host Club. Okay, so the documentary I'm thinking of is called Batman and Bill. Batman and Bill. It's on Hulu. Excellent. Excellent. I just want to say that um, looking at you behind the mic and like only seeing your eyes as if the mic is a mask reminds me of Bane. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's funny. Do your Bane voice. I don't do Bane voice. He does a Bane voice and it's pretty good. No. Do it. No. Try. Anna. You know what else he does? He does Mufasa. Yeah, but I can't do like he I, does James Earl Jones on accident when he's trying to do other stuff, and it's really <laughs> funny. James Earl Jones just like pops. I know that's what I'm saying. It just pops up randomly when you're trying to do a different accent. It's James Earl Jones, and it's nice. great. It's I, been like that forever. I I could I could do a couple decent impressions, but I could never do stuff like under command. Like, hey, do this. Just try. No, it's all right. I know I'm a party pooper. Maybe next time I'll do the introduction for the show with, in the Bane voice. Yeah, our James. That'd be hard. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> you do it. I can't do Bane. No. No way. Uh, so is that it? I can do some funny, like weird voices. Yeah. 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 I can do this voice. This is my. Hello there. I don't know what I am, boys. We watched... It's the same. We watched I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Oh, yeah. That one was good. You like that one? I did like that. That's a Netflix... It creeped me out, but I liked it. Netflix creepy movie. It was, it was pretty good. I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it was pretty good. I liked some of the shots in it, though. The suspenseful photography of it was good. I yeah. liked I liked that a lot. Um Yeah, I enjoyed that movie actually. Okay. That's it. That's the show. So next week, Splash or next podcast Splash. Might be in a couple days, might be in a week. Sorry. Splash. I don't even know if people Tom are listening Hanks. along with us anyway, so. They are. Maybe. I think uh, mostly I think people listen to um, the movies that they've seen already. Yeah, they listen to those podcasts. That's kind of the trend that I'm getting. We did. See, I wanted to mention we did get some feedback. Um, we did recently from my mother. Oh, from your mother. Um, she listened to the Gremlins episode. Um, and I feel like we've. I feel like Gremlins has been getting the most response as far as like people saying that they listened to it. Yeah. Um, but she really liked it and she wanted us to point out that no cops weren't allowed to drink on the job in the eighties. Well, so according to the gremlins, they were, so they, I think I they will... were just breaking the law. And then, um, there was something else she mentioned too. And I was going to read the text, but my phone broke and I had to replace it. And now that text is gone. Fair enough. And she recommended that we watch Gaslight. But we neither of us know anything about Gaslight, and I looked it up today, and maybe we will watch it eventually. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. But it's nice that we had a suggestion, even if it's from my mother. You know, especially because it's from my mother. That's fine. 
Okay. Hi, Mom. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. All right. Bye, guys. Say bye, Anna. I did. Say it again. No. Say it like you mean it. I don't. Tell them you love them. Love you. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was you gonna, almost did it. I was going to try to do it. You almost do it. I couldn't. It was close. No. You turned all red. I think if, if you weren't like recording, you would have done good. Probably. Yeah. Do it again. Nah, okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, this thing broke. <laughs> I could have just moved that and it would have fixed it. Jeez. If you had told me that, I would have been able to fix it. <laughs>